Hey guys, thanks for waking up with us for another episode of Our Not Simple Life podcast. Today, the drink on the menu for Delaney and I is I had an iced hazelnut latte. And I had an iced caramel latte. From, and please forgive me, this name is very, very hard to say, Parisen Gourmandisen. I think. I asked the lady behind the counter how you pronounce it because I was like, I do not want to butcher this on the podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. And she told me, and I uh, forgot. But I feel like that's close enough. Uh, yeah, so it was good. It's like a Paris bakery and coffee shop. And it was well, very... And also a store. Also a store. So this is one of the most interesting coffee shops I think we've ever been to because we were kind of having a little bit of trouble finding it. But it's in La Jolla, so which is a beautiful area. It's like a mm-hmm. rich area, you know, in San Diego. And it's a part of like this, um, like home, kind of like home goods almost, but like a bougie home goods. Oh, yeah. And there's signs for it, but you just have to walk into the store and it's like at the back of the store and it's like its own store. Like it has its own doors and everything, but it's inside a store. Yeah. So it's very, very cool. Very interesting. I, I really loved that. I think that like it's it's really smart marketing because, you know, if you are in the store shopping around, you can have yourself a cup of coffee and a croissant while you like walk around. But the inside of this place was really, really nice. Like the actual coffee shop itself. Mm-hmm. They had like cute little Paris tables and chairs I mean, and you can imagine what that looked like. And if you want a visual, you can go over to our Instagram and watch our reel. And then everything just seemed so fresh. Like all of the baked goods and everything, you just saw people behind the counter, like making them really fresh and everything. And they were loading up like freshly baked croissants onto the display when we were there. So you could just tell. And the staff was very friendly. They were like, oh, it's like your first time. Like, let us know if you have any questions tons of flavors for the lattes too mm-hmm. so that was kind of cool like a full list and i went with hazelnut i don't know why usually right. that's not something i do and but their, so the, their menu for their coffee and everything looks very limited but there's a lot of flavors you can choose from when you actually go there so just don't think it's like lattes and coffee and that's it like there's a bunch of like different flavors you can choose from they don't advertise the flavors on their menu online so going here i was a little bit like i don't know if we're gonna want anything because of there is i don't see any flavors but it is it is there like delaney was saying so don't be discouraged very very good the hazelnut latte was really good they did that thing where they layered it yes and that always looks really really pretty you know, and so you just have to mix it a little bit, but it was nice and sweet, which I enjoyed. And I got a pistachio croissant. So I was just feeling really nutty today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a little wild for the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think the coffee was really, really good. The latte, I I loved it. What did you think of yours? Mine was good. Um, It was definitely on the sweeter side. I don't know if like the syrup they use is just really sweet or what it was, but like I personally will take something that is more sweet rather than not sweet enough. Yeah. Um, and I still drank all of it. Still thought it was super good. Um, had a butter croissant as well. You guys know how Eric and I are with our croissants. Croissants and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and we should just be like, we should just go to Paris and get, we would literally be like 
living our best we lives. We would be living our best lives, just getting coffee and our little pastries in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the Eiffel Tower, I mean, just sipping down. Might be like 300 pounds, you know, first year we're there, but it's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yes, very good. Um, yeah, the staff was super nice. Um, they were literally making, like, fresh homemade, like, croissants, like, back there. Like, you saw the, like, dough. They were making it. Like, it was very, like, legit for it being in, like, literally was inside a store. Yeah. Like, just in the back of the store, they had this little bakery that you just walk in. And they also have a variety of other pastries. They have a lot of, uh, danishes, lots of flavors of danishes. Um, Mm -hmm. they have tons of macaroons and then other, like I said, bougie pastries that they have so it was it was an experience for sure a lot of flavors for croissants that i personally have never seen before they had raspberry rose which i almost got that one but i was very happy with my pistachio croissant Mm -hmm. the only complaint i have is i didn't know that it was cream filled it had like a uh, cream cheese filling almost okay and it was a little heavy on the filling I'm not a filling girl. I don't like the inside, <laughs> like the cream. Yeah, it and was... like even like with donuts, like anything that's filled, like jelly filled or like mm-hmm. cream filled. I just like personally can't do it. I don't know if it's like a texture thing or what it is. Yeah, I just like can't do that. So I'm glad I do love pistachio, but I'm glad I didn't um, <laughs> try that out because I don't think I would have been a happy camper. Right, it was good on the ends, and then I took a bite into the middle, and I was like, "Oh, there's cream in here," and it, it was just a little heavy. Like I would have liked if it was just a little bit less, but I think overall, I would give this place a ten out of ten. I would for sure go back. Like I said, pleasantly surprised with the drinks because I thought it was going to be very limited. Lots of flavors, lots of fun, unique things. So I will definitely be back. What would you say? I think I would give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Just because, um, I mean, I don't like to base off like our croissants either. But mine was a bit flaky. You guys mm-hmm. know that we talk about you know croissants and how flaky they are the one i had it was flaky but it wasn't the flakiest i've ever had yeah um that and then like i said my drink was just like really sweet but i was okay with that and then the aesthetic and everything about it was great so i think just the two like being really sweet and flaky that's why i would give it a nine out of ten otherwise it was super good i would totally go back I think you guys should definitely, if you're in the San Diego area, check this place out. Like, the store is super cute, and it's a whole experience. And who doesn't like going to La Jolla, you know? But today we got a great episode for you guys. So we are going to be talking about doing a listed segment on some of the women we'd love to be brought back to WWE. And we're also going to be reviewing the 2023 Women's Royal Rumble match. So let's get into it. So to go along with our Women's Royal Rumble review, which we're going to get to, we're recording this before the Royal Rumble. So if any of these people return in the Royal Rumble, we didn't know. So so we're just going to start it off. I'm going to start with my third pick. So we're going to do some women that we would like to see brought back to WWE because they've been bringing a lot of people back under Triple H. So I think that a lot of other girls deserve a second chance or maybe third chance Another run in the company, you know, and see what they can do. So my third choice is going to be Alicia Fox. Uh, and I, okay, so she, 
had a very, very, very long WWE career. She had 11 years in the main roster, but I feel like she never really got a chance to showcase what she was capable of. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she was always just like a background character, side character for most of her career. And only one little short Divas Championship run. So now that there's tag team titles and more titles, you know, like she can even go to NXT, you know. I think that having her back for another run would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see it. I want to see her in like stronger storylines and have her not be held back and mix it up with the current crop of girls. And she's been like teasing it on social media. So I don't know, maybe she's still young enough. I feel like if she came back for maybe like two years or something, had a couple of great storylines, it would just add a lot to her legacy. Right. Because I feel like she deserves it. Like going through all that shit that she went through, having to like put up with all that drama and having to lose a lot throughout her career. She deserves like to have like a great send off. Right. You know, so I don't know. I'm going to throw Alicia Fox in there, even though she had a very, very long career already i would like to see her come back what about you um it's funny that you said that because that was also my pick foxy was foxy wow just because i because you obviously got me in the wrestling i know i say this every time we talk about wrestling stuff but essentially i was not really into wrestling for like my brother had always been like a fan of wrestling growing up so i knew about it but i didn't know about it and then eric kind of was like i'm gonna have you watch a rumble and (laughs) we watched it over zoom that was hilarious watched it over zoom and then like there was a time that we watched it in a hotel together oh yeah and so like he essentially got me more into it and i ended up watching it more so but there was the one that he always talked about who's his favorite and it was Fatsy Alicia Fats and I'm like, well, I'm starting to watch it when she is not in it anymore. So I would be excited if she did come back just so I could see what all the hype is about. Yeah. You know, because I feel like I wouldn't truly like be able to understand because I mean, like I could watch old reruns and everything, but I feel like you watched it all live during that time. So it was more exciting. Mm-hmm. So it w- I would be excited if she did come back. And then like, I know you would be like literally. I would die. You would die. <laughs> so I would just be excited to see her actually fight like now and like see like character and everything. And so I think I would love to see her come back just because I want to see like the reason why you love her so much yeah even for like a short little run though like even like quick little three months you know how like beth phoenix and marie's always and sometimes lita pop back in there for a little bit sometimes trish stratus too like even just for like a little storyline quick three month little program with someone go for the tag titles maybe win the tag titles or the raw women's championship or smackdown women's championship i don't know i just think she deserves it and i'm gonna I I know I can't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway do because it. we made the rules here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to merge Lita into that as well. I really liked her, even though I like had never like really seen her before, but I just really liked her the way her character looked. Like I liked her aesthetic. Um, I think she like was good like with her acting and stuff when she did come back kind of briefly. I would love to see her in, like, full time. I know. I really I think, thought last year she was going to last a little longer. Like, at least 
go to WrestleMania and have a program at WrestleMania. I think she can handle it. Like, I think she, like, she could easily do, I think, another, like, two years. Oh, yeah. I just think Lita, like, has so much left in the tank, and she's amazing. And, like, now that the women are given, like, more time, like, I think Lita could definitely get back in there. You know, and for she, a I run. mean, she's a bit older, but she doesn't really look old. That's she looks the, amazing. She looks like I shouldn't say she's old, but like she's older than a lot of the women that are on there, like currently on the main roster. But like, it's not very noticeable. Like she's aged very well. Well, now that we're just doing and making the rules, I have to just merge Trish Stratus in with her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, now I guess this is a long list, but no, I just want to merge them together because I think that if Tr- Trish also looks amazing. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. she's like an in incredible shape. Um, I think that if Lita and Trish came back together and won the tag titles, mm-hmm. I think that could be a great storyline because a lot of the girls that are in it right now were inspired by them. And they could have a lot of fun, like, storylines, like, a nice little send-off for them, you know? Like, like I said, like, the girls back in the day didn't get a lot of time and a lot of storylines. You know, they had to fight for, you know, two minutes in the ring. Right. So I think that they kind of deserve this, like, recognition, you know? Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. If they're still, like, athletic enough to be able to, like, deal with, like, what they deal with in that ring... Like, why not? Why wouldn't she want to do it? And a lot of these girls' careers are based off of WWE. So, of course, they're going to, like, be over the moon and wanting to go back. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, I think it's more so it's, like, if given the opportunity, which I don't know if they've received or not. Mm, Yeah, I don't think so. So, Because I feel like they would definitely be, like... Yeah, sure, like a tag title run, like why not? You know, even if it is for only a couple of months, I feel like... Well, and I feel like that maybe is what happened with Lita. They're like, okay, like, yeah, you want to come back for a little bit, like a little three-month moment, and like uh-huh. you can have some matches. And she was like, oh, absolutely. And you can tell she was so super athletic. Like she was flying off that top oh, rope yeah. doing that little reverse like flip that she does or whatever the fuck she <laughs> Moon does. Salt. Yeah, moonsault. I love salt. it. But it's, like, like she's, like, I think she's, what, over 40, 40? I feel like she's in her early 40s. But actually, funny story about Lita that she told on one of the podcasts she was on. <laughs> she was only supposed to come back for the Rumble. And then right when she got eliminated, she was walking to the back through the curtain. And one of the producers said, hey, do you want to do a storyline with Becky Lynch going into Elimination Chamber? And she was like, yeah, sure, why not? And then she said... I got back to my hotel room and I was like, what did I just agree to? Because, <laughs> you know, she's sore, like, yeah. you know, like after not being in there for, you know, a little while, like you're not used to bumping as much. So, but she did great in her match against Becky Lynch, too, at Elimination that's, Chamber That's what I'm year. saying. Like, she's still like a little over 40 and she's, you know, doing moonsaults off of the top rope, like, yeah. sma- like smacking people and stuff. And it's like... A lot of people can't even do that who are, like, you know, in their mid-20s, like, almost 30s. Like, that that's hard. That's too. really hard. You so, have to have a lot of accuracy and athleticism. Right. I mean, like, that's, like, something you did as your career when you were, like, in that time frame. And you can still do that being 40, like, a little over 40. Like, that that's crazy. Like, 
to me, it's like I would milk that till I'm not able to do it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, you know, obviously there's stuff that comes with that and like mm-hmm. injuries and whatnot. So I we don't know the full story, but I would love to see Lita like be like on the, the main roster, do like a little tag team moment like that. Yeah. That'd Even be if so it's not fun. with Trish, like, yeah. You know, or vice versa. Like, I mean, I know of Trish Stratus, but I'm like, never really watched her yeah um which i know all the wwe fans are gonna come for me and but no just and lead around the same level, but i'm I like feel. i'm still like i'm still learning in that aspect because yeah. like obviously i it's weird like i played the video games growing up like i played like i don't know the 2004 like then you probably had Trish in the game. Oh, right? yeah. I'm pretty sure I've played as her before. <laughs> but, like, I've not... Like, I've watched, I mean, maybe, like, one or two matches, like, of her. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I, I wasn't, like, a huge fan, like, when I was growing up. Yeah. I really, My brother watched all the guys, obviously. So, it's, right. like, I didn't really watch the women. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean... And speaking of tag teams... Going into number two, mm-hmm. again, merging them because they're basically a merge. Liter- I think I know literally, who you're say. it's Nikki and Brie Bella. Yep. Oh and, my God, I love the year bringing them up. And I would love to see them just because they're very important to like what we do. We compare ourselves to them a lot based on their work ethic and the way that they like, you know, literally work like outside of WWE and obviously. Their empathy. I love their like that they're like very down to earth. Like that's yeah. what I really love. They're very much role models for us, you know. Yeah, and like literally I've had like com- like an actual conversation with them mm-hmm. on soon to be a second one on hopefully. a pro- on a past project that we've done. So it's like interesting like they just seem very down to earth people and like I said, I kind of got into the game of watching, you know, wrestling when all these people are gone. Yeah. You know, so I would love to see, like, them in the main roster or do, like, a little tag team moment again. Um, if not both of them, I would like to see Nikki for sure. Yeah. I know she had her neck injury, so I don't know if she would come back fully. Mm-hmm. Um to like be doing that for a living. She's got a lot going on. She's like hosting a lot of, you know, big shows and whatnot. So I don't know if that would happen. I mean, either one of them I'd be excited to see. Come well, back. Brie last year was so good in the Rumble. Yeah, she had her little like, moment when she had the crowd going, same Brie mode or something like that. Yeah. I think that's her like thing. Yeah, like I just I was so impressed with Brie Bell and Nikki, of course. Like yeah. they just looked so good in the Rumble last year that and the like they were the beginning of the tag division pretty much. Like there were yeah. no like really female tag teams or anything and then the Bella Twins came along, so they just... I feel like they deserve a run with the tag titles. I don't know. Yeah. No, I would so. totally agree. I just, like... I think we both just really like them both as just, like, humans. And yeah. would really like to see them back where they started. Exactly. So, with, like, a fun little last run, you know? I would just, like, like to see it in the moment now. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they had their moment before, but I wasn't in that world as a fan to see that Mm -hmm. so i would love if they came back and then they just start it right now and it's like okay well i'm here right now and i'm a fan now and i know what's going on so 
I'd be very excited to see them back. Yeah, for so sure. my second pick is actually going to be Chelsea Green, which she's actually already rumored to have signed a contract. She's just waiting for creative. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's just a rumor, but I could see it, how it, you know, there's other little signs that point to her being signed. Yeah. So, and who knows, like I said, we're recording this before the Rumble. So if she showed up at the Rumble, we love that. Um, but I just think that she has so much potential. You know, me and Lainey have talked about it. We're into the characters. Mm-hmm. And she always has, like, really good acting skills and really good character ideas. She's very creative. Mm-hmm. So I think seeing her back and mixing it up with the girls on the main roster would be amazing. Because she didn't really have a great first run. She didn't really have much that she did, unfortunately. You know, she got called up to the main roster, got injured, and then got released. You know, never really had a strong storyline with anyone, even in NXT. Yeah. So I think she's got a ton of potential. And I loved her podcast that she did for a little bit. That's where I kind of like grew my love for her because I was figuring out more of like who she was. Yeah. And that's where I was learning more about her. So then when I I was listening to that, I was like, oh, like she has so much potential. Like I'd love to see her back in WWE. And now that Triple H is bringing a lot of people back, Mm -hmm. I'm like, now's like her time, you know, like so... I'd be excited to see her come back and get a proper run. And I think, like I said, I think she could easily be a champion in WWE. Right. Yeah. And one of my favorites, absolutely, like, I think this person, like, got me to think of wrestling a little differently. And it's just like a little tweak. Something so small can make you switch your, like, mindset about something so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Naomi. I would love to see Naomi come back. I love yeah. her entrance. I love, you know, feel the glow. It just, like, especially getting to see it in person when we went to the yes. show. Like, it's just really, like, a fun way to get, like, if I think, honestly, like, I love when they do, like, a show. She is the perfect person to be the first one to come out. It's like getting Mm -hmm. the party started. Like, let's get the show started. Right. And I think her entrance is literally, like, that. Like, you're getting the audience pumped up for, you know, the entire night, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Um, And I'm not, like, a rave girl or anything. I don't really like anything like that. But (laughs) I just, like, really love the beat. I love, like, she used to be a dance, a professional dancer. So Mm -hmm. she does her, like, cool little dance, like, when she'd come out. Obviously, her and Sasha kind of stepped out um, when they had that little tiff. Yeah. Um, But now, obviously, Triple H is the one running things, it seems, like, Mm -hmm. mostly. So... There's rumors that she might be coming back. I would personally be so excited. And I would if love she that. and if she did come back, I could totally see her being one to win. The Just be, yes, because um, you know, she has the un you know, finished business with Charlotte mm-hmm. and unfinished business with Bianca too. I feel like her and Bianca like should definitely have a program together. Like, they've talked about wanting to wrestle each other. Naomi's, like, technically still signed to WWE, but it's, like, 
very rocky relationship. So I don't mm-hmm. know, like, if her contract expired and she's not employed there anymore. Like, we don't really know what's going on with her. But, like, what would you think if Naomi came back and changed her character? Because she's mm-hmm. had the glow character now for, like, six years. Ah, uh, but I love so, the glow I know, character. I love the glow character, too. But there back, was rumors that she might change her character when she comes back. I don't see, know. if she comes back and she comes back with a character that person in my opinion would be better than the glow character then i would be like obviously very satisfied but Mm -hmm. if it wasn't better than the glow character i think i'd be a tad bit disappointed yeah i know just because that it's just like a very like iconic entrance it's fun and if you're someone that maybe is like new to the wrestling world like kind of how like i was if you don't know who Naomi is, please, like, go on YouTube and look up her entrance. I think, because you're going to be like, whoa. Like, and I remember we've shown, like, other, like, friends of ours that are girls who don't know about wrestling. And we show it to them, and they're like, whoa, like, this is this is wrestling? This is, like, yeah. WWE? Like, this is cool. Like, you know what I mean? Because they don't expect it to be what it is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, it's just, there's a lot of things about it to you're like, whoa, like, that's what the show is? That's what this is about? Like, yeah. you think, it, you know, a lot of people, first thing, it's like, oh, it's fake wrestling. Yeah. It's fake fighting. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is to mm-hmm. an extent. Right. But they still get hurt. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not like, oh, like, we're, you know, doing dancing and, like, pretending to hit ourselves. Like, no. Yeah. Like, they're... They kind of have a sequence and know the moves that they're doing and stuff, but they're still, like, smacking each other around. Yeah, like, hitting the, like, falling out, like, Rumble is a perfect example. Like, falling over the top rope, down to the floor, and sometimes hitting the ring apron on your way out. It, whether you, you know, practice that or not, that hurts, you know? Like, you're falling from a pretty decent height, you know, and... Going out to the floor, which is padded, but still hurts. Yeah, I mean, you know? yeah it's still gonna hurt, and it's just like especially you notice it because you re- like when you're watching like nor like regular fights that aren't as like the stakes aren't as high compared to like a rumble or a title match. You can tell in the rumbles and like title matches and any like kind of big things that mean something more. They do no mercy. You can tell. Yeah. It's like an unspoken thing. It's like, we're going to go hard on each other. I'm not going to hurt you. But, like, we're still... We're just going to go, like, 100%. Like, we're not going to be, like, you know, gentle. Like, Well, Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair had a title match earlier this month. And Alexa, I think her nose was bleeding. And Bianca had to get stitches under her lip, her bottom lip. <laughs> Because, you know, it's a title match. Not saying that they were purposely hurting each other, but, like, they, you want to look at, make it look more realistic during, like, a title yeah, match. Yeah, like, they want bigger stakes, yeah, you know? Yeah, they want to sell it, and also, at the same time, they want to feel like they deserve to win. Because I don't think they get to, like, they don't decide who wins. Like, somebody else decides who wins. Yeah, like, the producers and the people in charge are going to decide, ultimately. But they wins. want it. They want it to be a good... Like, obviously, they're putting on a show, but they're still, like, freaking... Like, you have to be an athlete to do this stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, you are still hurting each other. Like, obviously, all these girls, men, like, for the most part, everyone's in pretty good shape. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some that are, like, just really big, and <laughs> they are, yeah. like, can hold their own. Yeah. And props to them. That's, yeah, that you have to have incredible, like, stamina to keep going, especially traveling all over the world. But to get into my number one pick, mm-hmm. controversial and unfinished business is going to be my girl, Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I still can't believe that she was released after literally over a year of building up this new strong character in NXT. Everyone was so excited to see Toxic Attraction on the main roster. Props to Gigi and JC for holding down the fort in NXT without Mandy, but it's it's very unfortunate. You know, like, I feel like Mandy had a rough... She had a lot of ups and downs last year, and I just feel like she deserves that payoff. Like I said, I would love to see her in the Rumble, but I feel like it's... Too soon. Too soon. Mm-hmm. And I think that she kind of has unfinished business with NXT. So I think if she was going to come back, that's the place to put her and then move her up. But I don't know. So I just feel like the way she went out, like, wasn't okay. Especially, like, so the name escapes me right now. But one of those, like, wrestling websites named her as, like, the breakout star of the year. And this isn't for WWE. This is for all of wrestling, like AEW, Impact, New Japan, all of that is up for nomination. So the fact that Mandy Rose was NXT Women's Champion for over a year and won that award with like these diehard wrestling fans is something that like I feel like WWE has to be like, we messed up. You know, like I feel like she's doing all these amazing things on talk shows, like an article written about her in the New York Post, like... She's making headlines and you're a fool if you don't rehire her. I don't know. Right. And, you know, what I could, now that I'm thinking about it, what I could see happening, potentially, like you said, if WWE was like, damn, we fucked up. Because, you know, a lot of people are defending her, um, writing, like, New York Times writing, you know, articles about her and whatever. Like, if they really felt like being so, um, you know, bringing her back so quickly, I think for promotion reasons, they would put her in the Rumble just for, you know, they know the viewers would be very high. And surprise, because they love to surprise. surprise you in the Rumble. They love to bring people out there like, I had no idea they were coming back like last year, like Melina coming back, like no one was expecting that, you know, like... But one thing I wanted to add now that you got me thinking is like maybe she comes back and helps Sonya Deville against Charlotte because mm-hmm. her and Sonya are best friends, have a company together and used to be a tag team. So like maybe that's how they bring her back to the main roster. I could see them doing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they know the Rumble is heavily viewed, um, but I feel like bringing her back in would be kind of like we're sorry like yeah you know that you know we shouldn't have done that so we're gonna give you this and like you can be back on you know raw or smackdown yeah uh, rather than nxt like she can make appearances on nxt but maybe bring like it's it's almost like We'll give you this because we're sorry kind of thing. Right. I think that if Mandy or Sasha appear in the Royal Rumble, that's like going to be the biggest like woes out of a lot of people that could return because 
it's so soon since they're gone. Well, Sasha, officially she was done on January 1st with WWE, but she hasn't appeared since, like, spring of last year. Yeah. But um, I think those are, like, two girls that if they do return in the Rumble or just in general, I don't think Sasha would return to the company for a run at this point because she's living her best life in New Japan. But for Mandy, she's clearly stated, like, I would love to come back to WWE. I have unfinished business there. Yeah, like, I think given the opportunity, I think she would be like, yes. But I think she would have some, um, what's the word? You know, like, um, you know, certain demands. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, like, she would want to, like, come to an agreement that's going to benefit both her and the company. Right, like, okay, like, if I come back... I'm going to be able to be, I'm going to be able to do this, this, and this. Like, and maybe like, maybe not necessarily, but maybe they can come to a agreement, Mm -hmm. but I could see her having certain demands before officially agreeing to come back. Yeah. Um, But yes, I, me personally, not having watched Mandy too much, like I definitely have watched her. I personally would be super shocked if she appeared in the rumble just because of yeah. this situation, I would be like, holy shit. That would be a moment that would definitely get everybody on their feet for because sure. And and they would make headlines, you know? Oh, like, absolutely. Like, people would be like, oh my god, like, Mandy's back. Like, there, I think it would probably be, like, the number one thing trending on Twitter. And I don't, even, I don't even have Twitter, but I know that would be, like, a thing. Yeah. For sure. Because it's, like, her release was so controversial. Like, because of like the reasoning why mm-hmm. it was so controversial and there's a lot of people that are on her side rather than the company's side so i think if anything they kind of feel a little like jaded because they might have made the wrong decision they're exactly. kind of they're kind of like ah, like why like you know this is like what we try to do it best for like the company and trying to set an example for the rest of the wrestlers like the rest of the girls and i i would hope men yeah um but who knows right um but it's like i feel like if a guy was doing that one of the guy wrestlers i don't think they would have cared you know what i, I know mean? it's like that double-edged sort of like what's okay and what's not okay you know like so I don't know. But, you know, honestly, all of these are good picks. Everyone that we just mentioned would be so exciting to see back in the company. And like we said, we we haven't watched the, the Rumble yet. It It is currently our filming day that we do recording. So it's still, you know, two days away. So yeah. we're this is all premeditated. So if we actually predict anybody that's coming back... Props to us. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. So let's fast (laughs) forward in time and let's get into that Rumble review. All right, guys. So we just watched the 2023 Women's Royal Rumble. And Lainey and I are here with my mother for our Rumble review. Just three of us this year. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go through the best gear, most impressive, and then we're going to talk about the winner. So let's talk about the gear because the girls came for the gear this year. There was mm-hmm. a lot of great gear. Like a lot of people like 
recycle gear, like use old gear, but everyone had pretty much like new gear except yeah. for, you know, and people seemed, we won't say. It seemed like there was a theme too. Yeah. It was, it was very neon, neon. Yeah. For like maybe pitch black sort of theme. Like everyone was kind of doing neon. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. So Lainey, why don't you tell us who you think had the best, some of the best gears of the night gear? for the women? Um, this might be, I think, a surprise to you, but, um, one that definitely stood out to me was B-Fab. I don't, I liked her outfit. It was different. Mm-hmm. I liked, like, the pink. It looked a little baggy, and then we thought she was going to take it off, but it was just a part of her gear. I don't know, like, I liked it, and it was, it was, like, simple, but, like, really fun at the same time. Yeah, I think she had pretty good gear. I kind of liked it. Do you have any others? Mm, I mean, there was a lot of good ones. Yeah, there was. Um, I don't know. I was, I liked Lacey Evans. Like, you know, she was good with the army, um, but still made it, like, fun. There, I don't know. I think those, for sure, I would, like, remember. Like, those stood out to me. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were good ones. What about you, Ma? I have two. Okay. <laughs> the first one was Zia Lee. I really mm-hmm. liked her, and I was so hoping she was going to be able to take the stick in with her. Yeah, she tried to take the stick in with her, that staff. I, that would have been cool. That would have been unique. So, I mean, from from the minute that she appeared, you know, and she had her hat on, and then she had her cloak on, and then she, you know, but the whole gear that she actually wrestled in was really good. It was, uh, what was it, black and red, right? It was mm-hmm. black and red in her hair. Her hair yeah, was yeah. amazing. I liked yes. her hair a lot. Yes. So, and she's a really good wrestler. And then I liked Sonia Deville's outfit. Um, the black and white was really, really sleek. I thought it was very, like, elegant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it fit her well. And, it, you know, so, yeah, those are the two that I really liked. The yeah, most. I think those are good ones. So I have more than that. I have a few. <laughs> so I, I liked Liv's. Initially, I wasn't sure about it. Yeah, the yellow. Um, The yellow, but then I saw the pink and kind of, like, what the vibe she was going for and then I liked it. I thought it kind of grew on me throughout the match because, you know, she was in there for a long time. Yeah. And then uh, shout out to Dana Brooke. (laughs) She had that Barbie outfit going kind of like she did at WrestleMania like a couple years ago with Mandy. Like she had that like Barbie girl look down with the like the robe and the glasses and all the pink and the pink extensions. I thought that Dana killed it tonight. I was really happy to see her go all out. And then I really liked Dakota Kai's, too. Mm-hmm. I thought Dakota had a really good outfit, okay. and I liked her hair. I know it's not part of the outfit, but kind of is. You know, she had, like, a hot pink and then light pink and then the black sort of thing. So, and the neon theme she was continuing with. Yeah. And then, uh, going with you, I liked Zaya Lee. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, we were watching with some people that were like, she looks like a Mortal Kombat character, you know? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's so true. She really did. Yeah. Super cool. Loved her hair. Loved everything about it. And then my girl, Chelsea Green, which you guys heard <laughs> in the beginning of the episode. I did predict it, but I'm not the only one. Everyone kind of knew about it. But she had great gear. I don't even remember what she was wearing. We she didn't. Was- she was was so short but i was so excited to see her so yeah we didn't see it for long but i think that that's gonna play into the character that she's gonna kind of portray on tv Mm -hmm. um so i liked her gear a lot though Mm -hmm. and then going with you again sony deville i thought the black and white with all the neon that we were seeing throughout the night it was nice and kind of refreshing to have like a black and white sort of gear i did like sonia's too like hers like she usually comes out in black and white like most of the time or just like all black 
And this particular style looked a bit different. Yeah. And it was, like, cool looking. Yeah. She had the big um, SD on her pants. Yeah. Too, so it was, was cool. definitely, like, Corella vibes. Oh, yeah. Yes. The last name. Like, I love. And she had the little eyebrows slit and everything. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she just killed it. A lot of the girls had great gear. Like, this is just some of them. But there were so many good ones. Mm-hmm. This was a great rumble for gears, I have to say. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, they, they really came. They and, really came. Like, everybody had, like, new gear, I feel. And even though she was not in the Rumble, Alexa Bliss totally killed it with her outfit. Yeah, I thought Alexa's was good, too. Yeah. I thought I thought she had good gear. Also, Bianca, if well, we're Bianca, talking about the... She well, always, Bianca always does, does it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, let's get into the people we're most impressed with now. Lainey, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, not a little, you know, foreshadowing, but I was... Impressed with two people. I was impressed with Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I was quite impressed because I was thinking, like, obviously we know Rhea is, like, very tough and, like, just a powerhouse when it comes to fighting. But I wasn't sure if she was going to stay in for long just because she was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, I don't know if her nose or her mouth was bleeding at some point. Um And that was, like, pretty early on, I think. So I wasn't sure how long she was going to last. So I was very, like, impressed with her. And then another one, I know she wasn't on our um, gear list, but Asuka. Asuka. Changed up her character a little bit, but um, she made it to the end as well. I know she's won a Rumble before, but, like, I was surprised that it was you know, the three that were at the end. Because mm-hmm. normally, like, when there's a new character being shown, I feel like that's kind of like the spotlight, and then they're not in for too long right. kind of thing. Cause, mm-hmm. But they actually kept her in for, you know, towards the end. Like, you really didn't know who was going to win for, like, a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so definitely, I think Rhea and Asuka, I was very impressed with. Yeah. Considering I haven't watched it in a little bit, like, Rhea's, I mean, she's definitely gone up the ladder quite a bit since the last time I've watched her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What about you? I just remembered one, so I have two now, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm going to agree with Delaney about Asuka. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean... The face paint, I mean, she you could tell it was, she was thinner. Her she, presentation. Yeah, her yeah. whole presentation. And the uh, she was just having so much fun, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. she still had the same skills that she always had. And she was like the Royal Women's Champion, what, for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, she, she, you know, so she was very impressive. And then, you know, then what made me think about it, because I was like, okay, what was I so impressed with Oscar? Because, you know, she just looked like she was having so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I was also impressed, you're going to hate this, but I was impressed with Bailey. Um, because no, I think that's she fair. She also came in and she was ha- fun. She looked like she was having fun and she was uh, interacting, you know, before the girls came in, before the rest of Damage Control came in. And, um, but, you know, she really held in there for a long time, even through Becky Lynch coming through. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think that she really did a good job. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. I know you all have two every time, but I have a lot more than two again. So <laughs> I'm going to talk about Liv again. I mean, she, her and Rhea shared the Iron Woman of this rumble. Both started out at the same time and both finished at the same time, pretty much, you right. know. Yeah. So Liv did amazing. I thought that she was just 
jumping off of people, hitting moves, like, all throughout the match. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought it was... She did incredible. Mm-hmm. Also, I gotta say, B-Fam. Oh. Because she has not wrestled a match on the main roster. She hasn't wrestled a match in general in, like, a year and a half. Mm. So she came in and she looked really... She looked really yeah, good, even strong. though... Even yeah. though she didn't last too long. Yeah. She looked really good in there. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised. And so I hope that she gets more ring time in the future because I think that she did really well. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Also, I, I'm going to clump them together. Uh, damage control. Yeah. For the first half of the rumble, like they were just straight Dom- up dominating yes. the whole just thing, like eliminating everybody. Left and right. Right. Yeah. So I have to say damage control as a unit did really well as a tag team. Mm-hmm. And then I want to, I'm going to say Asuka. I mean, you guys already said it, so I don't really need to say anything else. But, <laughs> um, and then Michelle McCool, because I thought that was so fun that she um, was in the audience. Mm-hmm. And then she was just like, oh, okay. And she came in and she still did really well in sweatpants. <laughs> right. You know, yes. so. With the I think, crosses on it. With the crosses on it. Still a little <laughs> Michelle touch, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Sonya Deville. She hasn't been winning a lot, but she eliminated quite a few people, yeah, I remember, she and she yeah. lasted a little bit, you know, and pulled out some great moves. And then just a special shout out to Dana Brooke and Emma for their, like, tag team thing they had going on. <laughs> Call back to NXT when they were the, you know, E&D. That was cool. So, Lainey, what do you think about the winner? So, obviously, Rhea Ripley won. Um, it's interesting because I guess... I know, like, kind of about Judgment Day, but I haven't been, like, religiously watching it. So I know, but I know Rhea's a a heel right now. So um, what is she, like, she's called Mommy. Mommy, yeah. Yeah. A little weird, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm kind of glad, I'm, like, happy with her winning. I think Mm -hmm. it was kind of well-deserved because I think maybe around this time like last year during the rumble we didn't really know who Rhea was quite yet like her character wasn't really established but she was a powerhouse still like still fighting the way she is right now but no character really so I think she deserved to win because she's had a lot of character development Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah and you know you and I are it's important for someone they have a good character because right. if you don't have a good character, it's not like you're not going to have fans, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think based off of how well Judgment Day has been doing so far, like I think it's kind of almost like a no brainer that she should have one. Yeah. Just based off of like if you think of everybody else's storylines, she's kind of been in the biggest like storyline, I feel like. Because it's been going on for a while, Judgment Day. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Yeah. What about you? Um, I liked that Rhea won. Um, we've been following her since NXT. Mm-hmm. And she's always been a really good wrestler. Yeah. Um, and when she first came up, she was on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember, you know, she had matches all the time. And then, I don't know, she did she get hurt or something? Because she, she was... So she was slated to face Bianca Belair for the World Women's Championship at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. But then something happened with her head, like a concussion or something. And uh, she was replaced by Carmella. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, so yeah, she was, she was uh, supposed to have a title match. And then it never came about. Right, right, right. So since she was already on that trajectory, it just makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, um, that she got it. So, I mean, I'm, I, I know that... I, I was happy with it because I know that whoever she picks... 
is going to be, um, you know, it's going to be a good match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I initially was not happy with it because it was too predictable for me because everyone was saying Rhea's going to win, Rhea's going to win. And I was like, I always liked the underdog, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. when Liv was in there and Asuka, like, I really wanted to be surprised at one of them winning. Right. That and I really wanted, time. like, Beth Phoenix to come out and, like, eliminate <laughs> Rhea because I think that they would have a really good match together. Mm-hmm. But I do think that Rhea deserves it because she has grown as a character, like from her tag team with Liv to joining Judgment Day to everything. Like she does deserve her moment at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I do think that she's going to challenge Bianca and win, but she could also challenge Charlotte because they have history. Like when Charlotte won the Rumble, she chose Rhea and challenged her for the NXT Women's Championship a couple of years ago. So... Mm -hmm. There's history with both of them. It's kind of like when Ronda won last year. There was history with Becky and history with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So you never know which way that Rhea's going to go. But I think it's going to be... I think she's going to challenge Bianca. And I think that her and Beth are going to have her match, their match at Elimination Chamber. So... Uh, okay. I don't know. And Elimination Chamber is only two weeks away. So we did see Beth Phoenix, but not in the capacity that I thought we would. But yeah, I think that um, Rhea... Like, when I watch it again, like I said, in the moment, I was like, ugh... I wanted Liv to win because Liv's, like, my favorite, mm-hmm. you know, and Asuka had this exciting new character. Right. But then, like, now that I'm thinking about it and when I rewatch the match, I'm going to be like, okay, like, I accept it and I'm I'm happy about it. Because, like, Bianca and Rhea are going to tear the house down. Right. You know? Is it a little dangerous, though, that if she does do the Elimination Chamber with Beth Phoenix in two weeks, then WrestleMania is... Well, no, she's not going to be in the Elimination Chamber. The pay-per-view, the pay premium live event is called Elimination Chamber, but they're probably going to have, like, either a singles match or a mixed tag match. Okay, but but it, there's, a, there's a chance that she could get hurt, and then she wouldn't have the title match then. I mean, I guess there's always a chance. That's if they're competing, there's always a chance that they're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not. Two Hopefully times not. in a row, that would be horrible luck. Yeah, yeah. Then I guess we have to call up Carmella and see if she's available to replace <laughs> her again. Um, <laughs> but honestly, like, who knows? She could have got hurt tonight, and we just don't know yet, because she was bleeding. Yeah. And she fell hard when Beth Phoenix hit her. So, Mm. yeah, I guess we have to see how it turns out. But this was a really good rumble. Like, in terms of wrestling and storytelling, I think that this was really... And the gear, the outfits, the costumes, everything was so on point. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We really enjoyed reviewing the 2023 Women's Royal Rumble with you. And if you guys haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Are Not Simple Life Pod. Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify and make sure to give us those five stars. And we'll see you next Tuesday for an all new episode.